comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me from the other side of the computer, he's none other than the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Why, hello, good sir. How are you? Doing pretty good, actually. You look good. Thank you. I just booked my flight to El Paso. Going there in July. El Paso. For a couple days. El Paso. I'd I'd rather be in El Paso right now because I think it's very warm there and it's not so warm here. Even though it's very close. Ten days until spring. Well, not if you listen to Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah. But, you know, I don't. Listen to a groundhog. I think that's ridiculous. Do, do they have groundhog? Day? Like, do do other countries celebrate a version of a groundhog day? I don't know. That's a good question. I can't imagine that there's any co- other country out there stupid enough to be like, let's put all of our stock in the rodent. Let's see what they have to say. Uh, trust me, other countries do a lot of stupid things. Let's see, do other countries... Um, have a Groundhog's Day or something. Have similar. a Groundhog's Day. Let's just see what pops up. So when in July oh, are you going to be gone? Uh, July 2nd through the 6th. You're uh, going to miss my birthday. Uh, no, I'm going to El Paso for your birthday. I'm going to cel- I'm going to celebrate it in El Paso without you. <laughs> uh, it says Groundhog Day is currently a holiday unique to the United States, but it stems from European holidays held at the beginning of February that include weather predictions as part of their traditions. So, okay, yeah. So you know a little heard, bit of yes and a little bit of no. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not specifically Groundhog's Day, but every other country has some kind of weather prediction, or a lot of other countries have like some kind of weather prediction type of thing. You, uh, so, I did something recently that I never do. And that is briefly listen to morning radio. Oh, gosh. And here's the thing. I And when I say I haven't listened to radio in probably 10, 15 years at least. I, I, I envision a world where the last time you listened to morning radio was before Stern went to Sirius XM. Possibly. I, I remember, I remember I, and this is longer than 10, 15 years ago, but I remember driving to school on this in the morning radio. Um, but for whatever reason, I was just messing with my radio and just put something on. Only reason I mention it um, is because apparently they, and I don't know where they got this information from, but a lot of people think of themselves as 20% younger. So like if you're in your 40s, you think of yourself being in like your early 30s. And okay. I was like, and I was like, you know what? I kind of, I kind of realize, think that way. I, I don't really feel forty-one. I feel, I, I feel younger. I, my, except for my body and you know my looks and stuff like that. But mentally, I feel. <laughs> younger. But then I was like, I think Greg though, it's the opposite. I think he feels twenty percent older. I'm forty, and on a good day, I feel fifty. Yeah, you know so, they say you're only as old as you feel, and most days I feel sixty. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm not that close to retirement. Uh, no, no, same here. Could you imagine? Uh, just be like, now, look, I'm not saying I was, I don't want like a click scenario, the uh, Adam Sandler movie where I click fast forward to get through the uh, uncomfortable, you know, fights and, you know, nagging kids and whatnot. But like, you just jump 20 years in the future. I'm like, oh, retirement's in sight. Oh, crap. The kids are out of high school. You know, I don't know. I'm sure for you, like looking back, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, no, no holy crap, Nolan's in college now. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. So, yeah. Well, uh, not too much going on today. Well, how how was the rest of your week? Yeah, fairly, I guess, fairly uneventful. I uh, I had one of my supervisors come in Thursday to observe me in one of the classrooms. 
they, they always have to do that. They always mm-hmm. have to at least once or try to observe you. It's, it's a matter of funny. compliance, right? Yeah. Uh, so I've been with the shop for five years now. And I think the first two or three years, nobody observed me because there was never time, you know, uh, and, and, but now, now they are, which is fine because you get to choose when they come. Right. It's not like a pop-up visit. Right. So of course you, I, I always choose like, what's my best class was exactly, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, so, and this class went really well normally and they're normally a really good class. Um, but it helped out so much because as I'm walking through, because she met me in the parking lot and then we walked in together. And as I'm walking in, there's probably at least three or four kids being like, Hey, Mr. Luther, how's it going? I'm like, Hey, good. You know? And then they were really good in class. And I, uh, it was the only class that I had do this. So every once in a while we'll put them in groups for whatever reason. Right now, sometimes I have them choose their own groups. Sometimes I don't get them in groups at all. And whatever activity it is, we just do it as a class. But I had been thinking about doing a certain thing to get them in groups instead of counting, you know, one, two, three, four, all once go to that. So I was asking, this is a while back, but I was asking people, like, how do you put people in groups? Like, how do you do it randomly? And then somebody had, they had a, like, you put cards out and one card is a drummer. One card is a guitarist. One oh, nice. card is, I think, singer. And one card is like keyboard player or something like that. Bassist. Come on, man. I would have chose bassist. They put keyboard. Christ. Yeah, absolutely. I would. I agree with you. I would have chose bassist. Um, but then you, they randomly pick one and then they have to obviously put the band together. So you have to find somebody with, you know, if you're a guitarist, you have to find a drummer and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yes. What if it's a band like Slipknot? <laughs> Yeah, where yeah. you have forty three percussion players of, of yeah, exactly. random like garbage cans. <laughs> so I thought about this and I said I don't I want to do something like that, but I don't necessarily want to do bands, right? So I created um, one. It was uh, a, a picture of a, a Superman symbol, and it says power. Then I had uh, Flash's symbol, and it said speed. I had. I believe Iron Man symbol because I, I guess I know miss I put Marvel and DC together. I had Iron Man symbol. I put intelligence, and then I put Captain America shields, and I put leader. So I had those cards all put together, and then so like they I, they just had to randomly take one, and then I said, okay, for for you can get your own groups, but every team has to have speed, power, intelligence, and a leader. No Batman. And, no, I didn't. I didn't put a Batman because I was because I, I talked to some kid about that because he's like Captain America's not the leader. We're like we got into like friendly argument, but I said I said who would you have put as leader? Well, I, and he said he would have put Iron Man as leader, and I was like that says something about you, kid. Yeah. Uh, but he said he would have put Iron Man as leader, and he would have put Batman as intelligence. And I'm like that's fair. I, I, I like my wife, but then so if wait, I, I'm still I'm just disappointed that. Uh, no Green Lantern. Um, for Will, there was no. I didn't know where to put a useless category. <laughs> you know, we wow. Gotta, we got to put make the kids like you know. We got to prop the kids up, but no. So and then obviously for a lot of classes, there's not going to be multiples of four. Mm-hmm. Right? So I had so some Wolverine ones, and so like let's say there's you know what Berserker. Yeah, let's say there's multiples of four, but there's going to be like a, th- a remainder of three or whatever, right? So I would put three Wolverine cards in there. If a kid got a Wolverine card, he can go with any group he wants. Wolverine oh, cool. does whatever does what he wants. Then you uh, get three did. Wolverines together, and then they murder yeah. everybody else. I guess that's. I apologize. That's that's a, not the best phrasing. No, it's quite a lot. Uh, now here here's for next time. I don't know yeah. how frequently you'll do this, but. You could have like a Justice League. Okay. You could have an Avengers. Okay. You could have a Fantastic Four, an X-Men, okay. maybe even to satisfy uh your Jeff Lemire cravings, you can have Justice League Dark. Okay. And then when they pull that particular character, then that's like all right, well, if you got Cyclops, okay, well, you're an X-Men, you know. So so kind of like where where to go and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. And then you send them to New York. Yes. Go <laughs> save the world. No, so that that worked out. They they liked that. 
I didn't do it with many other classes though, just because it takes a while to do, and, and some classes just can't be in groups because they just get loud. I I have a question for you. Going back to your uh, supervisor coming in, yes. Uh, and and how great was it? You know that. And this is a rhetorical question that you were able to pick the the class, like pick the classes. You know, however many they oversaw or, or observed, but. When somebody new comes in, and and maybe you've experienced this as the person new, you know, coming in for the first time at the beginning of, you know, when you, you know, come into the class, the kids who, to borrow a phrase, and, and I apologize because everybody who listens to last week's show know that I'm not supposed to swear, uh, but the kids who uh, show their ass mm-hmm. a little bit, like they do that still, right? Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The kids aren't really—they don't act differently if somebody new is in there. Okay. Yeah, they uh, and most of the kids like sometimes I would even say maybe act out a little bit more. No, not necessarily. Okay. Um, most kids will will won't do anything at all. There'll be the the few that'll be like, "Who are you?" You know. Um, but yeah, most of the time they because she'll just sit in the back, you know, trying to rise up and challenge you when you're the new guy coming in. Right, right. What you want? I gray beard. I think since I'm like the senior member, I've had somebody observed me, and then I've had at least three people shadow me, and not even people from it makes more than that actually four or five. Yeah, at least five people shadow me, so they just they have to watch what I do and just be like try to do that. So, speaking of mm-hmm. when we were seniors, all those years ago. Okay. Did you take the research class? I think so. Where we had to write all the papers? I think so. I'm pretty sure I did. Did you have to do like a job shadow of someone? You know what? I think I did. Because I did. I'm almost, and I, here's the thing. I remember doing something, and it had to have been in high school, I guess. But I went to the St. Louis Zoo, and I shadowed somebody there. That's a lot cooler than what I did. What'd you do? So I here's what I tried to do. Okay. And again, remember, this is like in like 99, 2000. So the internet exists, but nobody knows how to use it. Right. And I guess apparently I, I see, as I think about this, I hadn't thought about this in a long time, um, but I had tried to reach out to KMOV Channel 4 out of St. Louis to shadow the sportscaster, Steve Savard. At oh, the really? time, like the the sports anchor, yeah, uh, and you know they never heard back, yeah, you know never never got back to us. So I ended up uh, shadowing my science teacher at the junior high that I was at before we moved to Clinton County. Okay, and like went out there and and you know like sat and just observed and took notes. And he's like, you know, I I was on a soccer team when 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 I was a student out there, and you know I'd been his student five you know five years prior, whatever. And I mean, I knew some of the kids. Still, you know, so I guess I had that going for me. Um, but yeah, and then you know, for a, a couple of years, I was going to go into teaching, and then I ended up going into radio. So Steve right. Savard probably, but like I wouldn't, I never thought to like find something cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like go even going to the zoo. How you know how how different that experience would be. Like, and I don't know what part of the zoo you were shadowing in, but you know, even if it's you know, going into the elephant den and scooping crap or something, you know, I don't know, uh, whatever that might be. That is so, so much better than, and I'm not, this is not to take away from, from teachers, but even teachers would be like, man, if I could just spend a day doing something else, how cool it would be to like work behind the scenes at a zoo or in an aquarium or at the science center, you know, something like that. And I just was like, I'm going to go back to seventh grade science. Hey, uh, that's good though. Did you look at me now? You, you didn't get any comics, did you? Did you read any? Did any comic book reading, buddy? Let me tell you. Yes, well, I had to think about, about it. it. Uh, I reread Justice again. Did or, I read that last week? Yeah. Or did I reread that two weeks ago? You, last week, you you've mentioned it already. So either either you've read it twice in like two weeks, or you reread it like not that long ago. Hold on, I gotta go back to our. Let me see when I when did I send to, say to you that I'm I'm rereading it, Mike. 
I don't know, but you said you finished it. So I will tell you, I didn't buy any new comic books, but I did read some. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm going to wait because I know as soon as I start talking about them, you're going to go. I found it, Mike. I found it. Um, by the way, well done on the uh, notion of um, the silhouette, the Indiana Jones silhouette. Yeah. That was that was that was excellent. Um, you know what? I think I'm just going to say it was a couple weeks ago. And I can't find it, and I'm going to move on. All right, all right. Tell me. So I finished uh, Lock and Key. Ooh, com- in in completion. In completion, completed Lock and Key, all six volumes. Uh, I know there's you have more out there as far as I. I think it's a prequel to it, right? Yes. Yes. So I look forward to that. Uh, I don't even think it's here anymore because I think I brought them all. Yes, I brought them downstairs. But I I noticed on the last lock key I have, it had that little tassel thing, that little bookmark tassel. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I um, I read Descender, which I told you about last time, I believe. That's the Jeff Lemire one. It's the yes. sci-fi. Oh. Never mind. Folks, he, he likes it so much that he ran off. I well, I was reaching down to grab it, and then I literally just pushed it out of the way. Not ideal. Yeah, not ideal. But regardless, so I went honestly when I was first getting into it, like when I read the back of it, I was like, I don't know, I don't really know if I'm going to like this because it's about it. It's sci-fi. It's about an android. You know, there's harvesters, blah blah blah. Dude, two pages in, and I'm like, oh, this is amazing, and. I finished the first volume and then I immediately had to look up to see how many volumes are out there. Cause I'm like, I'm probably going to get a lot of these and there's six volumes total. Oh. No, only six, six volumes total. So it's, it's, it's doable. Um, I'm hoping that twilight comics has the second volume. Right. And it's, I don't, I don't want to really spoil anything. Cause I'm, I, I honestly, I think you will like it as well. So next time I come over, I'll bring I'll bring that over along with some other things. And Mike, you got to slow down. Oh, that reminds me. Okay, here I I that reminds me. I did do some reading. I want I want to hear more of yours. Oh, okay, we'll turn it no, I was just gonna say. So I I enjoyed that one. It it starts off like I said, it's all sci-fi, and this is just one of the first couple pages. There's these planet-sized robots that appear and by the this place that they appear i forgot what it's, it's like a ugc i forgot what it stands for but it's like a big metropolis mm. right? and these planet-sized robots appear and they're like gonna try to make contact with them and stuff like that like i wonder what they were they're for what the context is and then all of a sudden they just attack oh great and then it's like so many so many years later um They've gotten rid of a lot of the robots. Not the not the, the so the harvesters, what the big big robots are called. They attacked, decimated uh galaxy and then left. And so the, the people Rude. that are yeah, the, the the people that are there are like because they had they had Android servants and stuff like that. Like we're getting rid of all that because this has something to do. You know, it, it must be the robots that mm. that caused this. And then of course you have one android that just it's like it's a child robot and it just wakes up randomly like 10 years later and then kind of the the people meet and stuff like that and the story goes from there so you kind of follow this kid along and the, the scientist that created the the robots you know and they they want to try to because they they think that this kid is a link to the harvesters and they want to like kind of um deal with this kid and try to find out if he knows anything about the harvesters because they they want to be able to be ready for an attack you say kid but you mean the robot who looks like like a a, a juvenile yes robot and he's he's a child companion so when he was built he was built to like if you you know you bring one to garrett and it helps garrett out you know and it's you know tells clean up your room please or whatever i don't know that's just a friend for for a kid speaking of Mm -hmm. i I gotta i gotta run this by you uh so you know where we're going on vacation next week right and we are in or i am i think my wife is too but i know i am in a group of like 
this place tips and tricks, you know, thing. And, and if you oh, yeah. do a search in the group, you, you know, they, they've got more than enough conversations and topics to get your answers. I stumbled across a post and it was like, uh, I can't remember the exact name of the company that works out of Disney world. Uh, but it's, it's basically you hire a nanny. Okay. In park. Or, or like they meet you in you know park or something. right and it's like it's ridiculous it's like forty bucks an hour or something like that, um, which I like I uh, I pay I my babysitter you know our babysitter and and uh, I have an agreement that like I punch in Venmo I'm like is that like right? she's like I do it for free I was like well no you should I mean, she drives from Trenton you know sometimes you know she's getting home late I'm like no 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 I, I don't I don't wouldn't do that to anybody. Uh, I don't want to take care of my kids sometimes for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, 40 bucks an hour is steep. So it's not something we're considering, but would you, and it's like, Hey, we'll stay back with the littler ones so that you could take the bigger ones on, uh, you know, the rides. Or if, if you only have little ones, we'll stay back with them so that you can go and, and uh, go on the ride or something like that. And could you imagine any scenario where you would ever leave a young child with a stranger at Disney World. No, not at all. That, and that's exactly what I was thinking as you were talking about, oh, we'll stay back with the little ones and stuff like that. I wouldn't trust it that. I'm like, no. Now, well, the, the reviews on, on the group are like overwhelmingly positive. Like, this is right. the best. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's something we're definitely going to do next time we go. I'm like, if you're that eager to get away from your kids, then don't bring your kids. Right, right. You know, like, don't get me wrong. If I knew anybody who wanted to watch my three Rugrats for a week while my wife and I went, different story. Right. That is not an option. Yeah. There's nobody who's like, yeah, seven-year-old and twin two-year-olds. By the way, it's still during the school year. Uh, so somebody, if they weren't staying here at our house with them, then they'd be shuttling them from wherever to Belleville and Swansea every, yeah. for school and daycare. And thing like, no. Nobody's going to want to take that on. Yeah. So, but, so we're going, um, and I don't know if I told you this, we're not flying anymore. Oh, okay. I, so I didn't tell you that. Okay. No. Your reaction. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a little over a week ago, I, I reached out to our like corporate, uh, travel people. I said, if we opted to drive, would we get a refund on our airfare? Cause my, mine and my wife's airfare is free. Like we ain't got to pay for anything. Like the entire trip for the two of us is free. Yeah. Um. And they're like, "Uh, well, let me check. Let him, let's have our air agent check with Southwest." And came back like, "Yeah, they'll already find if you cancel." I said, "Let's do that. We're gonna drive." Uh, because airfare was thirty three hundred bucks for the three kids. Okay. Wow. And so we'll 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 split it up over two days. We're gonna leave on Saturday, and and get there on Sunday. You know, stop in Georgia, south of Atlanta, because you never right. want to be north of Atlanta. Uh, if you're going south, you always want to get Atlanta done. Uh, right. that first day um so yeah so we're gonna drive me and my wife and three kids all right make sure they have something to occupy them i guess we do have the drop down dvd player there we go and the twins are turned around because they're two now so they can watch oh perfect perfect so it'll just be you know it'll be a good trip it'll be fun um yeah. so yeah so anyway that's that's the news coming out but yeah like the the idea of we had kicked around the notion of taking our babysitter with us and wow. then, you know, because we trust her, you know, and, and there's, oh, yeah, there's, no, there's the and the boys, you know, all the boys love her, but, um, but my wife's like, ah, oh, we'll be fine. Like, all right, honey, you've never been. Yeah. And when I was there, I was not much older than what Garrett's now. So I'm like, maybe we want help. <laughs> But we're we're gonna be good. It'll be good. We're we're gonna have fun. I guess. I I saw a, I don't know a meme or whatever it's called recently, and it was it was an older one because it was like when the pandemic was was happening, stuff like that, and and you know places parks were closed down, mm -hmm. and uh, you know it was like somebody complaining about the parks being closed, and then somebody else putting um, people are really wanting to uh, walk around a park for. Uh, six hours walk around a park in a uh, hundred degree weather for six hours to be able to go on three rides 
and then drive home um, and have the worst drive home possible or something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, it'll be, you know, hopefully we can do a few things where we can take all the kids on, you know, like, uh, so when I was there 30 plus years ago or 30 ish years ago, there was a, a 20 league, 20,000 leagues under the sea, right? Which, okay. you know, you go into the Nautilus and it looks like right. you're in the submarine and you're below water, but now that's a finding Nemo ride. And I was like, Maybe. oh, that, that'd be fun. You know? Um, and it is my goal. It is my plan. It is my mission to ride space mountain. Okay. Because when I was down there as a kid, I chickened out. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was the line or something, but like my mom was going to take me on the ride and we just got kind of going through the line in the queue. It was long and I was probably impatient. I'm like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. But like that was before I really fell in love with roller coasters. So I was, I can't say much cause I hate roller coasters. Well, you're insane. Yeah. No one loves them. Well, uh, he's anyway. not insane. That's true. Uh, last comic book. So I think it was last time I went to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois. Amen. They had it on display, and I was about to get it, which was All-Star Superman. Oh, yes, was, Grant Morrison. Yes, I was going to pick it up because I know that James Gunn had talked about this is going to be the inspiration kind of for uh, Superman Legacy, the 2025 movie. And I was like, I should get it. Then I was like, you know, I put it down. I was like, I'll, I'll get it later i'll get it you know closer to when the movie's going to come out and stuff so fast forward to i'm moving some of the comic books that, that are already read upstairs to downstairs and lo and behold and i don't really remember i mean i know it's yours but i don't remember ever having it here all i all star superman just shows up and so because i remember i remember I, I know i have the dvd or the blu-ray here all star superman much uh, like yeah. Jesus will pop in whenever you need him. <laughs> Apparently. So I I started uh, maybe a little less than a quarter of the way through. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm going to watch. I'm going to read this and then I'm going to watch the, the movie. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I, I mentioned initially that I'm like, I didn't read anything. Who's got that guy? Right. I did. I did read a little bit last Sunday and it's weird. Won't come as a surprise to you, or, or basically based on what we've discussed on the show, anybody else who listens to the show. Um, but as I'm reading this Sunday afternoon while the twins are napping, and I'm, I'm reading, you know, turn the page, read a little bit. <laughs> yep. Good old sleepy, sleepy Craig. But here's the weird thing. I st- I'm still holding the the book. In my, in my hand. Um, so, and then I was like, right, wake up, try to find my spot, read a frame or two, start to lower my eye. You know, the head goes down, the eyes close a little bit more. And then I was like, okay. And then you hear the twins waking up. And so then there's no more reading. So, uh, but is the, oh, I didn't even tell you what I read. Um, <laughs> here, uh, it's one of the, one of Spider-Man uh, trade paperbacks you you supplied. It's an anthology, and it was like in the beginning where uh, he's running into Chameleon again, like okay. who, who's yeah. left the uh, left the carnival, um, you know the the circus act. So, uh, no, it was good. It's just you know, I, I I find that it seems no matter when I try to read, I get X amount of pages in, and then I just start to lower the head. <laughs> Maybe if I went to bed before. You know, eleven thirty or twelve or one o'clock in the morning. Probably, yeah. If I, you know, could sleep in past six o'clock, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I should probably go to bed earlier because you know I, I'm not gonna be able to sleep in. You got kids. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of going to bed early and 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 jumping in the van with all those kiddos and, and my wife next Saturday morning because of that, as we typically do, we'll record Friday night if that still works for you. Yeah. Um, maybe a, a skosh earlier because I won't be able to do any of the production. On Saturday, because I'll be driving. So if I can do the production Friday night after we record, yada, 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 peek behind the curtain for everybody, this little impromptu production meeting. And then because we're coming back on a Friday and getting back Saturday at some point, I don't know if I'm going to be ready to record the week after. That's fine. But I was also thinking, so Friday is Shazam. I haven't And St. Patrick's Day. Yes. I haven't bought my tickets yet. 
I plan Same. on getting tickets for around 530 ish. So that would mean mean getting back around 730. Are you, do you have to work? On uh, Friday? I work until two. Can you get off earlier? No, God, no. I, t- I teach until two. How often do other teachers, you know, call in sick and you end up with something? Just call yeah. in sick. It's fine. No, can't do that. Come on. Um, come on. One o'clock. Yeah. One o'clock, we can go see a show. Oh, no. I, uh, Your treat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll get. Uh, but yeah, if you want to record, if you want to record earlier, that's fine. If you want to record at like 2.30, we can do that. Because I'll just I won't go to the gym. I'll come I'll come here. We can record and then I'll go um to the movies. We'll probably still have to wait till the evening if I'm being honest. That's fine. So I hate to, I hate to say it like that, but uh, you know, we're God, isn't this just riveting <laughs> riveting uh no one, no one, audio no one listens anyway, so it don't matter. That's not true. Okay. We get we get tens of downloads every week. <laughs> yeah. So, um and speaking of podcasts, I recently started listening to one podcast. And is it the Five Heart Podcast? No, no, it is not five. Although I recommend people listen to the Five Heart Podcast. No, this is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and it, they do a campaign. It's called D and D Dark, and it's the a campaign, um, but instead of like doing like the typical like Dungeons and Dragons, like, um, you know, Bard and Cleric and whatever they have. It's uh, like kind of monsters. So they have like uh, a werewolf, um, mummy, oh, nice. Frankenstein. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now there's 18 episodes right now and I'm only episode five, but still it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. So, so is it, I'm going to try to um, compare this. Like the episodes of Community where they're playing D and D, is it kind of like that? Where like my, you know, in this case, werewolf, uh, slashes at the feet of the troll. Yes. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't have the the DM in there too, and you know, roll for attack or whatever, roll for perception, and all right, I got a twenty. Yeah. So it's basically just people playing D and D and recording yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And you know, probably editing out the awkward pauses and things like that for pacing. Do they have exciting adventure music playing underneath? Everyone, yes. Well, not not uh, throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. so I, which is good. I don't like when podcasts do that. But no, every once in a lot while, if it's a oh, you hear lightning or whatever, they'll put that sound in. It's oh, stuff. cool. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. I've got a buddy. Uh, I mentioned him before. Shout out to Rick, uh, owner operator of Colden Brewery in Centralia. Yes. Uh, my 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 brewery buddy, uh, and he is a big D and D fan, and and on occasion he'll get together with his friends, like you know, online and 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 play like you know, one or two Sunday nights a month, something like that. He's like, you should do it. I'm like, I don't. I feel like D and D takes longer than Monopoly, and Monopoly takes forever. It, it depends. It depends what they do. And the only reason I know this is my son does it. So yeah. they have they have things called one shot campaigns and one shot one shot year campaign. Yeah. And one shot, it'll be like, uh, maybe it'll take an hour, two hours. It's not bad. Yeah. And then, of course, they have the other campaigns where, like, my son is in two campaigns, one he runs and one he's a part of. And he told me they could last years. You know, as granted, granted it's once a week, right? You know, once a week for, and eh, I think it's two hours, you know, but it's continuous and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It, That's pretty cool. If yeah, uh, if you ever get a chance, and I get a chance, we should do it together. If, if 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 it can be like me and you and somebody leading, who knows what they're doing, who knows what they're doing, yeah, it, it, it would be fun. Okay, well, yeah. you know, we'll we'll definitely. Uh, can you send me not now, but like you know, when we take a break here in a minute, can you uh, send me via Facebook Messenger the link to that podcast? Yeah, I'd yeah. like to pass it on to my buddy Rick. Yep. And then I encourage you, if you're in southern or south central Illinois and there's a beer fest going on, walk around. And if you see Colden Brewery, make sure you check out Mavis. That is his blood orange uh, sour. That is an award-winning beer, and it is very good. He also has a great stout and other fine uh, beers that he makes himself. And he is uh, mastering his craft, and I'm very proud of him. He's found his passion. And, uh, uh, you know, hey, what do they say? Uh, Do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That's Rick. 
And he's all he's doing is drinking, you know, making and drinking, taste testing beer. And uh, he, he seems to really enjoy what he's doing. So uh, check out Colden Brewery, uh, established, I think, 2021 is what I've it says on the of, banner. I've heard of nothing but good things about this brewery. Is that just because I only say good things about it? You're the only one who talks about it. Yes. That's fine. That's fine. One for one. Recommend. Five star. He is. He. It's five star uh, stuff. So, um, so check that out. All right. We're going to take a break. Not that anybody will know this. Uh, and when we come back, boy, there was a trailer that dropped and we are going to talk about it. Yes. And share thoughts and other things. So that's coming your way after the turn, AKA right now. And as we mentioned, uh, welcome back to nerds United and Mike, if you're wondering if there's just a little extra spring in my step tonight, it's because around 445, 5 o'clock-ish, I had a glass bottle ski. Oh, nice. Where'd you now, get it? Uh, Stuck's in Swansea. Okay. Now, it's not, you know, it, it's the twisty top. Right, so it's right. Not the it's not the OG, but it's still very good. Now, if you have no idea what we're talking about, it's because you don't live in Southern Illinois, where ski is... Uh, Mixed, bottled, delivered nectar of the gods. It's right up there with coffee for me and beer. It's if I do you have a hierarchy of beverages, Mike? I mean, between those, I would go ski first, then beer, and then way down to the bottom coffee. Not a coffee guy. No. If you had to pick top five beverages and you we don't have to get like specific as far as like the types of beer, things like that. I'm going to go. No, no particular order. Water, because yeah, you need that. It's in my top five. Yep, I'm gonna go energy drink. I'm gonna go uh, craft beer. At a boy, I'm gonna go uh, probably a rum or or vodka, either one, and then I'm gonna go probably uh, soda. So. If I'm being 100% honest, I'm a little surprised that like your pre-workout didn't make it into the top five. <laughs> kind of like energy, you know? Ah, okay. Uh, in no, in roughly no particular, I also have, as I mentioned, water, uh, ice water in my top five. I, especially when I have days when I'm on the road a lot, it's, you know, I, I have a, I don't know, maybe 32 ounce metal cup, something like that. You know, it's, right. a, it, it's not quite a, a Yeti, but it's like a, a knockoff uh, yep. brand and it keeps it cold all day long. You know, that's fine. And I'll drink that. Maybe a couple of them. Uh, coffee, as I mentioned, like my mornings start like what fuels me, coffee and rage. That's <laughs> understandable. Um, and then ski is up there, craft beer, like you said. And uh, you know what? This this may sound a little, uh, little down home, but I do like a nice tall glass of 2% ice cold milk. I was almost going to say milk for mine. I don't drink it too often though, but it, it is enjoyable. I think all of our listeners know that the tens of thousands of listeners know that me and booze don't get along me and, and hard liquor, not the best of friends. Apparently not. And I was talking uh, today when I was picking up my oldest from school, the gal who kind of runs the door, she you know, she she was telling me about how she used to like white wine and then she switched to red and now she doesn't can't drink white wine anymore. I said, Yeah, I never acquired a taste for, for any of that. Like I, I just like, you know, a nice craft beer. She's like, Oh yeah, I like a good craft beer. I said, I don't drink a ton, you know, like it, it may take me honestly, and it it's not inaccurate. It might take me three weeks to drink a six pack because realistically, unless I'm grilling or something like that, I'm only drinking while I'm recording a podcast. It's, right podcast with you and a podcast uh for or for the five heart podcast she's like oh it wouldn't take me that long to drink a six pack <laughs> and you're watching what you all right right it's all fine and dandy so uh mike before we headed to the quote-unquote break i said a trailer dropped this week and uh i have thoughts i'm gonna keep most of them to myself but- so we have a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. This one, I know, written or produced by Seth Rogen. And the one thing that I had heard about this trailer before it dropped, 
is that they were going to focus a lot on the teenage aspect. Boy, uh, howdy. No, and they did. And they, here's the thing. I'm fine with that. It, it's understandable. It's it's something different that a lot of the, uh, well, I know the, the, the 90 movie, the 90s movie didn't really focus on that too much. Like you couldn't really tell that they were teenagers. I, I wouldn't think. Um, they the, were chiseled oh, specimens of mutated turtle. Yeah. The uh, cartoon, I didn't really see, see it you know, focus on that too much, but definitely in this trailer, you could, they, they, they seem like teenagers. They seem kind of almost childish in, in a way. Um, I like, like the- teenagers of today. Yeah, See, exactly. te- teenagers when we were growing up, I think they're, you know, they were much more mature. <laughs> right. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure. And, the and, generation thought that too. And, um, and really all they, all, all they, I, that's why I think the cartoon and, and to an extent, the the original movie nailed it, because what were teenagers at that time fascinated with? Pizza and skateboarding. Oh, absolutely. And apparently driving a blimp around New York City. Yes, yes. Very low-key. So you're right. No, this does uh, very much uh, lean into the teen. I mean, uh, I think, you know, Michelangelo has braces. Yep. You know, none of them appear, maybe with, you know... They they appear scrawny, like they haven't to to an extent. Honestly, it looks like they hadn't hit puberty yet. You know, they hadn't hit a growth yeah. spurt. Um, and look, this movie's coming to theaters, which I find astonishing. This movie's coming to theaters August fourth <clears throat> uh, of the summer of twenty twenty three. All I'm gonna say, like, I don't want to focus, I, I, and I don't, I, you know, in in my new life, in my new ways, I'm trying to not be negative. LOL. Uh, but all I'm going to say is not everything's made for me, you know, like, and, and, and I definitely subscribe to the idea that this Ninja Turtle movie is not taking away my original enjoyment from, you know, the OG movie, uh, uh, you know, number two, TMNT two, uh, secret of the use. And even like, look, I, I saw turtles in time in theaters. Okay. So. You know, I know how to have fun, um, but I have all the old video. Ga- I don't have them, but, you know, I played all the old video games. Uh, I, you know, watched the cartoon uh, quite a bit. So n- this is not going to take away my enjoyment from all those nostalgia moments. I just realized very quickly in watching this trailer that, like, this is for a new generation of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans, which is great because my oldest does not care for the Ninja Turtles right now. I'm like, no. Like, seriously, these were like, look, they were pumping out variations of action figures long before Pokemon was ever stateside. All right. Let's let's focus on on what what's real and not on Pokemon. Yeah. So now I, I don't know if I I'll necessarily go to the theater to see it, but like I, might, I wouldn't mind bringing like a, a niece or, or so my nieces are. One one wouldn't sit through a, a movie, I don't think. Another one is in Texas, so but may, maybe a, a nephew. I might see if a nephew wants to go. Whatever. I I, I was gonna should have looked it up. I don't even know when it's coming out, but I think it's soon. August fourth, twenty twenty three. August. Okay. Okay. So a month nice after, little... right after you're back from uh, El Paso. Yeah. Exactly. I bet you if you asked uh, AMC theaters nice enough, they'd probably be like. Mike, for you, special screening. Bring as many family and friends as you want <laughs> right. down here in El Paso. We'll we'll get, we'll get you in it a month early. Yeah. So, I well, I I thank you, Mike, because you reminded me that you're right. Shazam: Fury of the Gods is out this week, and yeah. I that for whatever reason I feel like that snuck up on me. Well, it kind of. I was also thinking about. I, I knew it was coming up. Like I said, I it was. I I kept looking at tickets, and I was like, I, I'm not going to get it just yet. And I last time I looked at the for the five thirty show, and there was still like tons of seats left. Now, granted, I could look now, and maybe there's going to be all full. Who knows? But I was I was kind of thinking about this and going to propose this question to you. What was the last movie that you were like? really excited for like oh my god i can't this is coming out soon i can't believe it 
Like, like you're like, I'm I'm ready to go. Cause I'll tell you right now, while we were thinking, I'll tell you right now, mine was honestly probably um, Dr. Strange too. Okay. So mine's yeah. even more recent than that. I just wanted to qualify. Um, I went of course and saw on veterans day, went and saw black Panther two. Right. Um, and you know, that's fine. That was, I wasn't in the OMG, mm-hmm. you know, I've got, but it was, it was a continuation of a story. And it was basically as, as, Marvel has this condition now. It was just the next chapter, you know? Yeah. And, and so not, not to take anything away from, but like I went and saw Eternals uh, oh, yeah, in theater, yeah. you know? So it's, it's at this point, I'm so invested, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the overall, the, the grander story that to not watch one of these in theaters is essentially like, you know, or maybe not, not, not necessarily in theaters, but to miss one of these movies is to, to miss a chapter. You know, right. and then of course I've got you to be like, man, if you don't watch that soon, I'm going to be spoiling <laughs> it all on the show. That's right. Um, but I, I honestly, the one that I was really jazzed for, um, it's probably Black Adam. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's my affinity for, uh, you know, like the the Justice Society, um, and and honestly, like the. I know they they mishandled aspects of it, but I still enjoy the movie. And I know that, like, look, I, I credit Dwayne Johnson. I'll, I'll draw a comparison. Maybe it's an unfair comparison. But if you're an NFL running back, you have to get your money as quick as you can because you never know when a, a sideways tackle is going to blow out your knee and end your career. With, with Dwayne Johnson, like, look, I get to some people similar to, like, uh, you know, Chris Pratt fatigue, they're getting a little uh, Dwayne Johnson fatigue because he's been in every, the dude is constantly working. He he has to his credit, a work ethic, like, you know, maybe nobody we've ever seen. Right. Um, but he's also realized like there may be a time, you know, like he's, he's deeply invested in the XFL. You know, he's, he's putting his capital, his income out there. There may be a time where he wants to actually step away you know, and there's nothing right. wrong, in my opinion, with like making your hay while the sun shines, as as we say in the country. So, like, I don't really have Dwayne Johnson fatigue. There, I've not seen all of his movies. Like, I've not seen Rampage or San Andreas or you know Skyscraper. You know, like some of those. I'd be the first to admit I'm pretty selective with my Dwayne Johnson movies. But I like Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I enjoy yes. Black Adam. You know, and and. To to his credit, he's just going out there. He's he's just, he's just getting paid, and and he is he's getting paid. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with collecting a payday for uh, for what he does. Um, so I don't I don't suffer from that uh, Dwayne Johnson fatigue, and I did I enjoyed the movie. Yeah i I enjoyed the movie as well, and I I'm lately I didn't. It's been like, especially like with Shazam, it's like, it's kind of you, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see it, but I, it hasn't been as exciting. And here's the thing, I don't know if it's because of the movies or it's because as I'm getting older, the excitement of going out isn't there as much. Because I, I look back on, you know, the very first Marvel, you know, phase one Marvel, even phase two Marvel movies, a lot of times it would be me and, you know, two, three, four friends going to a late night show and, you know, maybe having a, a beer or two at the bar before then heading over there and then, you know, uh, enjoying the movie together and then, you know, going back home. It was and a now, social exercise. Social. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now it's more of, you know, I'll go, I'll, I'll grab a ticket for, for Nolan, you know, and I don't even know if he cares really. He's just like, right. okay, I'll go, you know. And, and even to that and. Quantumania, Black mm-hmm. Adam, uh, Black Panther 2, until yeah. I remembered that my son didn't have school that day. But like, I'm going to all these Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody's going to Morbius by themselves, really. Nobody wanted to be seen. Like, in shame, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, you know, I've gone to, I, with the exception of when, when my wife and I went, uh, had a little weekend getaway back in the summer, and we went and saw Thor, Love, and Thunder. Like I think the last movie prior to that that we went and saw in theaters together might have been like the first Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it's been a little while, and you know when the opportunity presents, when the stars align, and certainly when you live closer, you and mm-hmm. I we'd go check out a movie. You know, yeah. Um, 
but now it's just honestly it's more conducive and and the the cool thing is i've got permission essentially for my boss like i told him i'm like i don't know if i'm supposed to be telling you this but sometimes on a friday afternoon like i'll just you know if i got if i don't have appointments or something like that i'm just gonna go to the movie he's like as long as you're doing everything else the other four and a half days and i was like that, that's an agreement i can live with right right exactly <laughs> you know like sold um, yeah so yeah you know it uh uh it, it's i kind of like uh like i don't watch wrestling anymore like i keep up with it here and there with some clips on on social media but i don't watch it and i used to watch monday night raw every monday night at my buddy mikey's house and it would be you know sometimes it'd be just the two of us sometimes it'd be up to like five or six guys but that was a social exercise, you know, and, yeah. and when I moved away, you know, when we all started having kids and I, and I moved over here and I wasn't with that group, I was like, I don't, I don't, I was never there for the wrestling come to find out I was there to spend time with my friends and you very similarly, you know, it's, you know, yeah, it's kind of like that with the wrestling. I remember the summer of 2000 when I was hobbled up on crutches, like right after we graduated high school and, uh, you know, me and, and, you know, a couple friends, you know, from, from our class who I obviously haven't talked to in almost 20 years. <laughs> uh, but like we went and saw, like, remember the Titans and me and a couple other guys. One time we went and saw Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, like just things to get out of the house, you know, and, on, on, you know, and thankfully for them, it was like, Greg's still on crutches. Let's, you know, maybe I figured I was out of pity. I don't care, but you know, like let's, let's go spring him for a few hours, you know, type of thing. So, and, and yeah, going back to, early Marvel, like I remember uh, some of that core group that I used to watch wrestling with, we all were going to go to a matinee and watch the incredible Hulk. Right. And then I walk in there and, uh, my, I'm trying to remember what year was the incredible Hulk. Was that 09? I think I was so. 08. That was 08. That was the same year as Iron Man. Oh, that's yeah. 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 Um, so we are dating my wife and I, and I walk in there with that and my buddy went and one told me, he told me after the fact, he's like, I'm kind of pissed you brought her. Like why? He's like it's just supposed to be a good those guys. It's like I'm also, you know, starting a, a new relationship here, and uh, right. you know, I didn't want to leave her high and dry. So yeah, <clears throat> but you know, it, it is what it is. But it was always, you know, it, it is. I think with everything, it's it's more fun to do things in groups and you know spend spend that time with with your friends and people you care about. But yeah, I mean, now I like I'll be honest with you, I went to see Quantum Mania because I'm like, if I don't go, Mike's going to start talking about this. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Like, it, it's all your fault. I'm going out of obligation yeah. thanks to you. But uh, two things, uh, real quick, of that, and one about the movies, one about wrestling. Um, I, I I know it partially. It's my fault because I could, if I wanted to, I could contact my friends. So they all still live around here and try to put get a time together for us to go. But normally, like I, I just want to go. Like if it's. Right. You know, like I usually I have my ticket already. Like usually as soon as the tickets are available, I get it and I can get uh, a, a 730 ticket if I want. Whereas some of my friends are getting off until 10 o'clock and then I don't know. And I'm not going to go and buy their tickets. So I don't know if they're going to, you know, if they want to go and we're not going to be able to sit together and stuff like that. So I'd rather just, OK, let me get my ticket myself, mm -hmm. you know, Um, but with by rest, the way, poor, yes. poor. Poor people who not not poor financially, like unfortunate, uh, you know, folks who are still working at ten o'clock. I'm like, I just want to be home. It's ten o'clock now, and you know, we're about done. <laughs> I was say, we're about done. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll say with with wrestling though, it's funny you mentioned that because last Sunday I went to a buddy's house and a couple of us got together to watch the AEW pay per view. What's AEW? Uh, All Elite Wrestling. I don't know. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of that before? No. Are they on TV? Uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. It's like it's like a, a couple steps below WWE. Uh, uh, I, I guarantee you, uh, um, Kevin would know it and Chad would know about it. I don't know if they're fans of it, but it ha it has a lot of old WWE wrestlers and, and newer ones on their stuff. I don't watch like, it like TNA. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think okay. I think they're I think they're above TNA. Maybe I'm not okay. sure, but uh, but anyway, it was fun. We all. Went there and uh, had food and drinks, and yeah, it was a good time. I made the mistake while we're talking about getting together with friends and watching wrestling. I don't remember the exact year, probably 08. 
No, I think it might've been right before I met my wife. Um, went down to Marion with a couple guys. Um, met a couple down there, drove with one of them down there and I drove because as you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hell of a wheel man. Um, and we met, went to when it was still a thing and I don't think it is anymore, but show me's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, down in, I said, Mary, I think it was Carbondale regardless. Um, and we're there for an elimination chamber pay-per-view and we are there for hours. So I got, uh, wings. And at one point I got ribs and maybe it was in that order. Maybe it was flipped. It doesn't matter. All I know is that getting on the interstate, getting back to Salem, I had the meat sweats and the meat chills and the meat sweats and <laughs> the meat sweats. I'd roll the window down, you know, and this is February or something like that. And, and 30 seconds later, I'm cold. So I'm rolling with And, and it, I got back to my apartment and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to see you 20 minutes. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a long ride home. And Brody, uh, I don't think he listens to the show, but he should. Um, he, uh, he's like, are you going to make it? Like, do we need to pull over? I'm like, I'm, I'm again, I'm going to swear. And I apologize. I'm like, I'm a home field shitter. Like, I just need to get on. Good Lord. I don't think I've ever had the meat sweats to be honest with you. I'm, I'm glad. Well, then you've never lived. Apparently not. Someday, Mike, and probably not at this house, but someday I'm going to have like a pellet smoker or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to put a brisket on there. And and you are going to come over and be like, Mike, half of this brisket is yours, and I expect you to eat it now. Oh, oh perfect. Nope. And then the meat sweats. I I really wish I could also have a smoker. Because and I, I can't there I can't have one here. Obviously, I don't have enough room. Right. But that's because the, the joke is always like once you get into your I don't know thirties or forties, you're either going to get into the History Channel or you're going to get into smoking meats. And I could definitely see myself getting into it, but again, I don't have any any means to do it. It's funny you mentioned the History Channel on Hulu a, a few weeks back. I found a, a show called Man versus History. And it is a History Channel production. You know, it's on the History Channel, but, you know, replays and whatnot are on Hulu. And uh, it's a guy, he's he's from West Virginia, so he kind of has a little bit of that, uh, little bit of that up in the hills talk. Uh, right, right. But all he does is he investigates, uh, you know, like, and, and it's almost like Mythbusters history, you know, like okay. his, history Mythbusters. So, you know, he, one of them is like, could Jesse James... Uh, not just Billy, the good Billy, the kid have really escaped by himself, shot the sheriff's deputy dead and got out of here without any help whatsoever. You know, it's that kind of stuff. There's there's an episode about uh, um, uh, the uh, Hamilton bird duel, you know, things like that. And until so he kind of explores it, he gets, you know, in that particular one, he gets uh, uh, old like flintlock pistols and, you know, try shooting. He's like, you can see here. He's like, I'm not a bad shot, but if I'm just doing this. You know, to to shoot, he's like, you can see the aim is off and, you know, things like that. You know, so he kind of tries to recreate some of these. Uh, and and I was pulling up options to watch. I'm like, honey, you want to watch Man vs. History? Watch. She's like, not Man versus History. <laughs> I was like, okay. I didn't know you had such strong feelings about the History Channel. So, but it's a fun show. I like it. Man versus History. All right. I'll have to look into it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, and then I told you I've been watching Superstore. Yes. I'm still enjoying that. Uh, but did you know that Joel McHale has a new comedy out? No. What is it called? It's called uh, Animal Control. Oh, wait. I did see uh, like an ad for it or whatever. I haven't a seen it. A few episodes are on Hulu if you have it. Okay. Okay. And I highly recommend it. It's, it's I mean, it's class. It's, it's great. I really enjoy the show. I really enjoy the comedy. I really enjoy Joel McHale. I was, yeah, you know, and, and, and I mean, I knew of him from this talk soup, you know, uh, on, on E and then obviously uh, his work on community, which again, you introduced me to. So thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's, he's a really, really funny, really talented guy. So uh, animal control, if you've got the means and then um, I've been watching shrinking I've been watching Carnival Row, and I'm very uh, in depth. I think I only got two or three episodes left of the series uh, on Amazon Prime, so you can watch uh, Carnival Row and binge it to completion now. Yes, I, and then uh, you've been watching Louder Milk. 
Yep. I yeah, I watched Ladder Milk. Um I watched the first season, enjoyed it. It uh for the people that don't know, it uh has was it Ron Livingston, Ron uh, Will, Livingston, Will Sasso, um a couple other, other people. people. Bill uh, it, not Bill, Brian Regan is one of Brian the Regan. Uh, very funny guy. Comedian. Yep. And and it's so weird because he doesn't work uh and his comedy doesn't have uh profanity. I think it's called Working Blue. I can't remember. Like there are two colors. It's like green is clean and blue is vulgar. Whatever. Maybe it's the opposite around. But his comedy, his stand up, doesn't have any any curse words in it. But like a sailor in the show, which is kind of funny. Oh yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. Continue. No, I would say I'm enjoying it. Um, well, it's a I would say comedy, maybe a little bit of a drama. Um, I'll, I'll spoil something. But like I said, it's just the first season. But you and you, I remember, I remember you mentioning this when you were talking about Louder Milk. But as I was watching it, I didn't remember until it happened, which was that uh, Will Sasso is supposed to play uh, oh, Ron's uh, sponsor. Yes. Right. They're both in recovery together. And at the very end of the first episode, you see Will Sasso's character, uh, Ben, I believe, drinking. Yes. And so I only think I was like, part of me almost wanted it to not be played as a comedy. And it was every time, every time he was drinking, it was played as, as a comedy. But I, right. I, I, the only reason I, I think that way is because I know, you know, I, in, in the, the health field and all that stuff, but it's still funny. Uh, and obviously it does have uh, repercussions for him. Um, I'll, I'll spoil this at the, at the end, you can yeah. Part of it is uh, Ron's character. He as he obviously he's in recovery, and something there was an accident involving his ex-wife, and he kind of wants to get her back and stuff like that. But she's getting married, and you find out in I don't know, episodes four, five, six, something like that. So, yeah, um, that the person that he's she's marrying is actually uh, Ben Will Will Sassel's character. Yep, you know, and so. Uh, and season ended, and I'll have to see what season two brings. Season two is good. Uh, and and so I'm in season three right now. Um, season here, can I can mini spoiler? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Season two brings a child, okay, and season three brings a death, okay. Sounds good. And they're all connected. It's pretty good. So I will I will check it out. And I don't know if it's like if there's more than three seasons coming down the pipe. Um I was looking into that. As I, I think last time I looked, it was like, is is it gonna get a season four? They were uh hopeful, but nothing was planned. And again, the only way that I know that this show exists is because of those like reels on Facebook right. that had one of the opening scenes of episode one of season two where he goes into uh, the coffee shop. You're like, can I, I take see, your order? Yeah, I you so I, I watched. I, I've seen that episode. Yeah, yeah, and he's hundred percent right. Nobody actually has that voice. No, he, he's like it's an affectation. Yeah, um, you know, he, he's like he, he uh, he's like, for teenagers and and millionaire housewives who you know just to pretend they don't care. He's like, but I can tell right. tell you're not a, a, a you know rich because because you're working in a coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like. You know, bleep you, bleep hole. Yeah, and he's like, there, there. Yeah, that's, that's your, your voice. actual voice. Yes. <laughs> so it's good. And, and Sam, I just got uh, reminded that Sam Livingston, uh, I'm sorry, not Sam, um, uh, Ron. Ron Livingston, thank you, is in Band of Brothers. Yeah. And I, you know, I re- not recently, but since I've had HBO Max, I've watched that series, and I, I, uh, I'm putting it back in the watch again list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eventually. You know, yeah, there's sure there's plenty of new stuff, but why not watch the thing that you've had on DVD for almost 20 years? I agree. It, so, and by the way, if people don't know who Ron Livingston is, he is the the guy in Office Space. Yes. And his character, it's basically take his character from Office Space and make him a recovering alcoholic. Who's Just also like, a, that, a, that a music attitude. critic. Yeah, that attitude and yeah. stuff, you know? Um but yeah, so I was I I also noticed he, he was in Band of Brothers. 
And here's here's how bad my memory is sometimes. I don't remember if I've watched Band of Brothers or not. I think I have. I, I tell you, this is not a knock uh, on the show, but I think it's just how well those first few episodes are. Mm-hmm. Um, like, cause there's a severe low point, you know, it, it, like, look, I know it's based on a true story. So I'm, you know, yeah. like there was a low point in the war too, you know, right. but it's like when they're in, um, just prior to the battle of the bulge, I think they're in Bastogne, uh, and it's winter and everybody's just miserable. And it seems like that's a little slower, but again, war is not always, you know, but when they're you know, like the D day invasion, you know, the, the night when they're, um, uh, dropped into uh normandy you know the 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 kurahi which is i still remember is the name of the mountain that they're the that they had to run up it it's part of their uh basic training you know those are our high point episodes and then yeah you get to the end like see our episode 10 is uh you know like taking hitler's nest you know right um and so but again i know you have hbo max it's on there mm-hmm. i anybody who has not seen band of brothers like what are you waiting for and it, it, think of this, the guy who played uh, uh, a villain in, I think, season three or four of Arrow, uh, Neil McDonough, he's in yeah. that. Um, the uh, uh, Colin Hanks is in the show. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, the guy he was in, I can't remember his, his name now, which is unfortunate, but uh, um, he was in Walking Dead. He played Abraham in Walking Dead like he was in band of brothers ron livingston as we mentioned i mean it's it's uh uh hell um uh david uh the guy who played swimmer. ross swimmer. david swimmer yeah he he was in it you know a few episodes i mean it's got notable you know oh, yeah. faces and names and it's uh i think co-produced by tom hanks and spielberg you know so it's you know like it's a it's top notch quality and uh you know for a comic book TV movie and more pocket like we're talking we're spending more time talking about this than we were <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but that's just that's the quality of Band of Brothers if, if you've never seen Band of Brothers uh, it is definitely worth uh, checking out especially if you like movies like Saving Private Ryan so agreed so all right Mike anything else nope we're good we've rocked this oh, darn near an hour and a half oh wow all right so Appreciate you, sir. Uh, We appreciate all of you listeners out there. And uh, as we tell you every week, if you like what we're doing, head over to your favorite podcast app, uh, throw us a a, a rating, hopefully five-star, maybe leave a review. And most importantly, even if you don't do any of that, if you see this post on your social media, hit that share button so that, uh, you know, other other people, friends of yours uh, can find out what we're doing and be like, oh, that was pretty interesting. That's how we're going to grow this thing beyond our tens of listeners. We would we would like tens of tens. We would like That's hundreds. Right. And we don't want it to be a glitch that Mike still thinks exists. So, <laughs> all right. So for the uh, uh, reigning and defending undefeated, undisputed co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahochko. This is Nerds United, where we remind you each and every week to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.